January 4th through January 10th, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, here on Main Menu, and we are glad to have you with us today here on Main Menu. Whether you're a returning listener, this is your first time, we are very pleased to have you with us on Main Menu. We have a lot of exciting things planned for this coming year, and we hope that you'll be around to hear some of the exciting things that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks and the next several months. And we hope that you have a very happy new year. I want to wish each one of you a happy new year and hope you had a good holiday season wherever you may be and however you may have celebrated the holiday season. We are always interested in hearing your comments and suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Main Menu and things you'd like for us to cover here on Main Menu. One of the things we have heard a lot about recently and had a lot of people ask about is if we could do a review of the Tiny Toons Talking MP3 player. And we are pleased to tell you that we are going to do that today. Mr. Cullen Gallagher is going to come to us first with a review of the Tiny Toons player. He's going to demonstrate player, show you the features of the player and how it works, talk a little bit about some of the features uh, that could maybe be improved a little bit and some of the things that work quite well. And I think you'll get a real good feel for this player by the time you finish hearing Culligan's review of this player. Second up on main menu is Steve Zent. Mr. Zent comes to us with a review of the Text Detective app for your iOS devices. This OCR software is probably one of the best known and most reliable iOS OCR apps at this time. And Steve is going to give us some good demonstration and talk a bit about how to use the app and so forth and what devices work best with it and so forth. And then finally, David Woodbridge from Vision Australia and a member of the main menu staff comes to us with a review and demonstration of the notes app in mountain lion on your mac and that's all up here today on main menu and we hope you enjoy and get a lot of good information out of these three reviews and demos you have a great week we'll see you back here again next week stay warm and have a great new year All of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm friends 
mm-friends.com-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL http rss. You can also hear us by subscribing to Main Menu in the iTunes Store or by finding us in the iBlink radio app made by Serotech for iOS and Android-powered devices. Finally, we are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying Main Menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB Radio programming news, including Main Menu, you can subscribe to the ACB Radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB Radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB Radio Friends List by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. Gallagher, and I'd like to give you a presentation on the Tiny Toons Talking MP3 player from FutureAid's The Braille Superstore. Now, before we get into the review, I'd just like to say that I've set up a Google group where you can discuss this MP3 player. To subscribe to it, send an email to tiny-toon-discussion plus subscribe at googlegroups.com. Then to post to it, use the tiny-toons-discussion at googlegroups.com. And now let's get into the player. This player is very, very small. I have it in my hand now, and there's three bars. That's really all you feel on the front are these three little bars. And then above that, those bars is the display screen. And above that is the hold switch. Now the bars are one from left to right. Now the first one is play and mode. Next one is volume down, volume up. And then I think it's going next and previous, which is very weird. So next is on the left. Now, the text-to-speech that is used is an engine that the Braille Superstore developed themselves. It's a very different sounding engine, so it may take some getting used to, but it is natural, and it's quite clear. There's only one voice, and that is a female, and there doesn't appear to be a way to adjust the rate. So, you're basically stuck with how she sounds by default. So now I'm going to turn the Tiny Tunes on. To turn the Tiny Tunes on, you press and hold the play stop button. When the unit powers on, it's going to say music. Pressing it now. When I press it, it's coming up. Music. And there she is. Now I'll press next and we'll move through the menu. Record. Record. Note. Notes. Radio. Radio. Text files. Text files. Browse. Browse. Settings. Settings. Continue listening. Continue listening. Music. And then finally, we're back to music. Buttons are sort of small, 
and sometimes I'm pressing two of them at the same time. But so far, it's a very great device to have. So now to get into, say, music, you press the mode key. And I will do that now. All songs. Now in that menu, we have all songs. Artists. Albums. Here Genres. All songs. Artists. So first, we'll look at all songs. All songs. It's pretty self-explanatory, but we'll still go into it with mode. Mode is like your select. One surely the presence and three. Now it's, it's greeting you with all your songs. To come, now is the time to worship and three. Three, open the eyes of my heart. G as I could sing of your love forever. And three. So as you can see, now it's giving us a list of songs. I'm gonna get out of there. So I want you hearing these. Now, this is what I found so far as you get out, is you press and hold mode. Music. Now we're back to music, so we'll go back in there. All songs. Artist. Artist. I'm pressing Bing enter. Crosby. So now, uh, so this to move back and forth, you use your next and previous. Appliance. Bruno Mars. For Alive. Celtic Wacom Polarshan. David Bowie. Francis Sullivan. Let's George see. Strait. Justin Bieber. George Strait. We'll pick George Strait. Now you press mode to go in there. Classic Christmas. We'll go in there. One joy to the world. And three. And now you press mode, which will start playing. Well, actually, it won't. It will go One into One joy it. to the world. And three jars straight. <clears throat> now to play it, you press the play key. Okay, now I'll pause it. Actually, let me get it going again. Now, to, when you move back and forth through songs, the text-to-speech will announce. Two we three kings. And three jars Three silent night. And three jars straight. Four jingle bells, five oh come, all you four jingle bells, nice and three jaws straight. So you can see this is pretty easy to use. Okay, now we'll look at the albums and feature of it, and we'll try and find classic Christmas. Continue listening, music. Now it always goes back to continue listening when you're playing audio. All songs, artists, albums. Bing Crosby Christmas Classics, Bus Christmas to Thou okay. Christmas Celebration, Christmas Favorite, Christmas Great, Christmas Song, Plus Digital, Classic Christmas. So there's our class Christmas. One Joy to the World, and three. Mm, so there it is. Now quickly we'll just look at the genres. Music, all songs, artists, album, genres. There's genres. Children's music, folk, holiday, international, miscellaneous, other, pop, rock. Pop. Just because I never went in here, I'll see what's in pop. Holly and Ivy, just the way you are. Single, one just the way you are. And three. Okay, so that's very. The music player is very simple. Okay, now. Record. We're gonna test out the recorder. Warning: the recorder is very low quality and is not very easy to use. So now I will press the mode button to go in. And now you notice we got no speech. I've noticed that a lot with the Tiny Tunes is that a lot of the features do not speak, but they're still sort of usable. That's a bit of a drawback to this device, but oh well, you can fi still figure it out. Now to start recording, I believe you press the play. So now we should be recording, and um, so this is a test for this podcast. We're testing the recorder on the Tiny Tunes talking MP3 player from the Braille Superstore. Now to stop, I just press and hold mode. Record. Now it brought us back into the recorder screen. Things at the screen. Note. Now it's record. And now it just brought it to the mic record folder. Snoononio 1. Snoononio 2. WAV. Snoononio 3. WAV. So these recordings are very low quality. But here's the one we just did. So you always press mode if you want to get into the playback area. So now we should be recording. And, um, so this is a test for this podcast. We're testing the recorder on the Tiny Tune talking MP3 player from the Braille Superstore. So as you could tell, that was quite low quality.
And I believe that's the same quality from the old book port. So that's how the recording and the notes feature works. Continue listening. Music. Record. Note. Radio. Now we come to the FM radio. And this is not too usable either. It does not provide the voice feedback for what station you're tuning to. But still, we'll have a look. So I'm going to press mode to go into FM radio. I have no idea what station that is. A couple of apples and a bottle confirms the customer. Breaking new music. Here's the Dropkick Murphys. So I'm just moving around. Oh, this must be 99.5. So as you can tell, that does not really talk to you. I'm that. Now, I can't get this to stop, so I'm going to turn the unit off. Which, to do that, you press and hold play, stop. Music. Okay. Notes. Radio. Text files. Unfortunately, I don't have any text files on here, so I cannot show you that feature. And basically, this is going to read .txt files. Browse. And browse lets you view everything on here. 2012 Spring Concert and Free Files. Bing Crosby. Appliance. So these are actually my folders. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby Christmas Classics. One White Christmas. 2006 Digital Remaster. And Free. So it brought out brought up all my music. One White Christmas. 2006 Digital Remaster. And Free Bing Crosby. Okay. So now, um, I guess it's time to look at the settings. Continue listening. Nope. Music. <clears throat> I don't wish to continue listening. Record. Notes. Radio. Text files. Browse. Settings. Okay. Settings. Sound. Now we're gonna look- Well, I'll just give you an idea of what's in here first. There's sound. Play mode. Play mode. Screen off. Screen off. These are like your screen off settings, like when it turns off. Shut down. Same thing with shutdowns. How long it should wait before shutting down. Sleep time. Language. Menu audio control. So those are pretty simple. Default. And that sets it back to default settings. Storage info. That does not read, which is pretty terrible. Sound. And sound. Let's look in the sound menu now. EQ. You have EQ and... SRS. Now let's go into EQ. EQ. Normal. Rock. Jazz. Classical. Pop. Normal. So I'm gonna put it on normal. EQ. SRS. SRS is not accessible, so we're gonna ignore that. Settings. Sound. Play mode. Now we're at play mode. So go in there by pressing mode. Repeat all. Now I have mine set to repeat all. Random. So you have random. Random dots. Normal. Normal. Repeat one. Repeat one. Repeat all. And repeat all. I'm gonna put it back to repeat all. That's how I like it. And you may notice too, it gives you no confirmation that the setting was changed. Screen off. Now we'll look at those settings. 60 sec. Off. 5 sec. 10 sec. 30 sec. 60 sec. Off. 60 sec. Now off, I think it'll just keep the screen on. So we're gonna put it to 60. And again, we get no voice confirmation. Shut down. Same with shutdown settings. 1 minute. 5 minute. 15 minute. 30 minute. Off. 1 minute. And we want 1 minute. Sleep time. Sleep time, that's your sleep timer. Off. Off. 15 minutes. 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 2 hours, off. And I want it off. Language. Right now, they only have English for the language, so we're not gonna bother 
going into that. Menu audio control. You can disable the menu audio control. Default. No, I don't want to load the default settings either. Storage info. As I said, I don't think that talks. Let's try it again. No, see, so we'll read it. Settings. So that's basically a brief demo of the Tiny Toons talking MP3 player. Just a few things that I've noticed about the unit. Occasionally, mine basically stops working. I'm working with the company now about that, but I managed to get it on to this review. And also, I don't know if it's fully compatible with the Mac because um, it let me transfer things, but when I disconnected it, that's when the problem started. And as you could tell, it is sort of buggy when it comes to text-to-speech announcements. It does not give you a lot of voice feedback that it should be giving you. So I don't know what the story is about that. But as you can see, it's a nice talking MP3 player. I highly recommend it. To order the unit, visit BrailleSuperstore.com or FutureAids.com. I use the BrailleSuperstore.com. B-R-A-I-L-L-E-S-U-P-E-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. Now, as I said, I have set up a discussion list. And again, to get onto that list, send an email to tiny-tunes-discussion plus subscribe at googlegroups.com. And same, something like that for unsubscribing, too. So I hope to see many of you join, and see you in the next review. Hello, this is Steve Zent here. Today I'm going to do a demonstration to show everybody how Text Detective functions. Now for those of you who are not familiar, Text Detective is an iOS application that runs on the iPhone, the iTouch, and the iPad. Today I'm going to demonstrate Text Detective on a third generation iPad. This is the one that came out in May, not the one that came out just a couple, three weeks ago, but it's still it's a, still a very good device for this demonstration. It has a 5 megapixel camera, as does the fourth generation iPad, and the iPhones have had that for some time now, as well as the new iTouch. You can use older iPads, and you can use older iPhones and, and iTouches. Just know that depending on the generation of camera that you may have in those devices, your results may vary. Obviously, the, the higher resolution the camera, the better results you'll obtain. That being said, I'm going to just talk a little bit about what text, what text Detective is. And Text Detective is an optical character recognition software. So it's a piece of software that is used to scan a printed page and have it read back to us using our Apple iOS device. And it's quite impressive, as a matter of fact. It works really well, and it's $2. At least that's what I paid for it a little while back on the, uh, through the App Store. And um, it's, it's absolutely impressive for that, for that money. Essentially, you have four tabs that you can choose from. Now, they will. I will review those in just a moment. And but before I do that, I want to point out one other one other detail, and that is, you don't need an internet connection to use Text Detective. You don't need to be on. You don't need to be on a network or on a Wi-Fi network. You can use it just without any. If you don't have any Wi-Fi signal, or if you're out of range on your cell phone, you can still use Text Detective. It's all done internally through the software and the device. No, no online connection is needed, which is quite nice. Simply because sometimes you get you have something you want to read. It's a quick thing. You need to find out a phone number or an address, 
and you particularly if you have a device that doesn't have cellular connectivity you may not be near a Wi-Fi signal when you need to be so it's very handy in that respect and that's I think one of its really nice features that doesn't isn't immediately noticeable through uh, through the demonstration of the app but without further delay I'm gonna actually go ahead and show you how text detective is laid out and I have um, I have my iPad and it's talking I must have hit a button so I'm going to actually launch text detective I'm gonna swipe Safari mail 30 new podcasts tune in radio and dark line why mob up your day seen at text Bluetooth text detective and there's text detective to open I'm just simply gonna double tap to open it it's asking me to rate I've actually done that but it sometimes it sometimes wants to remind me so I simply responded no to that prompt text detective okay and now you heard it say text detective so I'm gonna just simply swipe left and right to, to to show you the different headings or the different tabs that text detective has now it only has four so it's very it's very it's a very cleanly laid out app and it's it's very easy to understand and use so I'm gonna just swipe and I'm all the way to the left so I'm I'm gonna swipe once to the right by blindside so it's text detective by blindside that's the company who created this tool tap the scan and landscape button and point the camera at text and documents now you're here to say scan silently and notify you when text has been detected voiceover will read the text to you and you can copy paste and share the results okay so it gave us a little bit of information there it said to hold the device in landscape mode and that's important because um, this when you launch text detective it automatically puts the device into landscape mode regardless of whether you have it in portrait or landscape so that'll become pretty obvious pretty quickly to, to everybody who who tries this out um, I happen to like using my device in landscape mode so I have it locked into that mode so you didn't hear it actually announced that it was switching but um, for those of you who prefer to use it in portrait mode you'll 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 hear it say um, you know that it's switching to landscape so but it's it's good to note that it does need to be in, in landscape mode and it also said um, press the scan button to start scanning and then you can take those results and you can paste them into an email so if you're needing to email a phone number to somebody and you need to scan it first you can scan it and then you can take that result and actually paste it into another into another document or into an email I'm not going to go into that part of the demonstration um, simply for the for the sake of time but you would do that by using your historical your, you, you, you would accomplish that by um, standard means to um, you know to copy and paste within uh, within iOS but that's a little beyond the scope of our discussion here but uh, it's worth noting that that can be done I'm gonna swipe again to the right and find out what the next tab is for us start scan button that's the start scan button which will explore in more detail in just a couple of minutes but obviously that's the button you press when you want to actually start scanning a document 
I'm going to swipe again though because there's a couple more useful things to look at. Selected scan tab one of four. Now that's the scan tab. So that's the actual beginning of the tabs that I'm talking about. You heard it say one of four. I'm going to swipe again to the right. History tab two of four. History. So every time you scan a document, Text Detective puts it into a list and saves it for you and they call that history. So if we tapped on history. Selected history tab two of four. I tapped on history and now I can swipe. Tips tap feedback tip select scan tap October 22nd 2012 12 11 14 p.m. So there's a MHCP. there's a document from October 22nd. Heading not results history heading heading not heading not found edit button November 26 2012 8 27 and there's another p.m. first there's four. another document. Physical medicine six feet November 26 there's another document November 26 November 26 and so on and so on 24 essentially you get the idea it's everything it's everything that I've scanned um, recently now you can go ahead and clear that you can go ahead and clear that history um, at your discretion obviously you don't want to save everything you've ever scanned but you can you can have it you can tell it to simply erase the entire history or you can erase just specific files and you do that through the edit button. Again, I'm not gonna go into a lengthy discussion of how to do that, but you would do that similar to the way you delete emails and you tap on edit and it'll bring you through the list of, of your files and you just simply double tap on the ones that you want to um, delete. But it's really nice that it does keep things in history because for example, um, you get a new credit card and you want to have that number. And yes, this will this will actually read credit card information. It, it, it takes a little bit of doing, but uh, it, it, it will do it. And then you once you have that card, you might want to say, well, yeah, I want to save that um, so I can encrypt it later and keep it somewhere on my device or make a note of it and and um, you know to have it archived um, so I don't have to scan it every time. So the history in, in that instance would allow you to refer back to it. Of course, with a credit card number, you probably don't want to just leave it un unencrypted in your device in, in the event that it gets lost. But if you need it for a short time to, as I say, encrypt or take a note on and, and, and get rid of it later, that's, that's a use for it. There's also Another another example would be um, you're given that handout in a in a meeting and you quickly scan it and, and quickly glance through it as you're in the meeting and then you want to take a look at it in more detail later. Again, you could keep it and you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to rescan the document. So that, again, that's where history comes in nice. I'm gonna go ahead now and go back. November, 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 November third, November nineteenth, November, November nineteenth, November. And it's November, just taking November, me through November, all November, of my edit button. results history clear button. And there's our clear button. I'm actually gonna clear these results because I don't really need any of these. I just I kept some in here for purposes of this uh, of this demonstration. So I'm gonna double tap on the clear history. Alert, clear results. Are you sure you want to delete your 18 stored results? And it's saying, are you sure you want to get rid of all of these? Yes, I am. Are you sure you want cancel, erase all button? And I just swiped a couple of times to the right to the erase all button. Double tap. Results history clear dimmed. And it they're all gone. Results history heading edit dimmed. Empty list scan tab. And now we're, now we're back. It said empty list, so there's nothing in my list of um, in the results history, which is what I wanted. 
and I'm back to the scan tab. I'm going to swipe again to the right. Selected history. And then we're back to history, which I've selected and, and I've gone through a little bit already here. Tips tab three of four. The next tab is tips. I'm going to double tap on that. Selected tips tab three of four. And I'm going to swipe to the left. History scan intellectual property credits. Who is Blinsight? And I swiped to the left, and it it takes me from the end of the tips section back through the content. How do I best detect text in documents? How do I point the phone? Position of camera lens. Learn more. These are all topics that I could simply double tap on and listen to in, in greater detail. And they're very helpful tips to refer to, particularly as you're getting used to using Text Detective. Um, Does Text Detective need network coverage? Does Text Detective work in the dark? Up to what distance can Text Detective find and read text? What kind of text is difficult to detect and read? So you can see there's just a, a nice number of headings here that a person could delve further into. Um, I'm not going to go into a lot of the detail here. I'm going to cover a few things as I'm scanning that are covered in tips, but I will let listeners um, explore the, the tips section on their own at their leisure as they um, as everybody gets um, you know more familiar with the with, with the app itself. I'm going to swipe to the Up right, to right text, and I'm going to go back. How do I? How do I? Who is Blinsop Credits? Intellect scan history selected tips feedback tab. And the other tab is feedback, and that I'm not going to actually activate it, but that's if you want if you want to send feedback to Blindside, which is the company that, that created this app, uh, you could go ahead and, and do that here. Suggestions, things of that nature that you'd like to see in, in, in later revisions. So that's that's essentially the app. It's 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 really that clean. It's it's that cleanly laid out. I mean, it's it's what you see is what you get. It's it, I was real pleased to see how how um, how little in the way of swiping and, and things that you need to do to to uh, to um, move around within this app. Before I continue um, with the with the demonstration, I want to make a couple of notes. Obviously, we're using it with VoiceOver right now. Um, it also it, it's also um, it also supports the the Zoom's um, utility under accessibility within iOS. So for people who need larger print, it's a it's a nice solution that way. And also for people who are maybe um, deafblind or who prefer their information to be presented in refreshable braille, it does. It is uh, refreshable braille is supported in in so much as it's supported within VoiceOver. Um, I have I don't have a display hooked up to it right now, but I have used it with a couple of refreshable braille displays and um yeah it, you can you can you can navigate to specific points within the within the document you can you know you can navigate to a phone number and you can go ahead and read it in braille or whatever whichever mode you prefer so it's it's nice that it supports all of the you know all of the accessibility features within um within voiceover um just a note of interest there um, before I before I actually do a scan, which I am going to do in just a moment, it's important to have good lighting. The better the lighting, the better your results are going to be for for what it is you're scanning. 
And I'm told that now the iPad does not have a flash. And I'm told that actually Text Detective does not use the flash that the iPhone has. So I don't think that having the flash turned on on the iPhone is going to give you the light that you need uh, for for that. Some some OCR in that have you know, some like the the KNFB reader used the flash from the from the phone. If any of you are familiar with that. Um, those of you who are familiar with the KNFB reader um, know that it used the flash and um, that helped compensate a lot for ambient lighting. Here we, here we just need to make sure that we have ambient lighting. Um, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a Klieg light shining down, but the, the more light, the better. At least that's been my finding. All right, enough talking. Let's start showing you a little bit about Text Detective and how it works. I'm going to go ahead and go to the scan tab. Selected tips, history, scan tab, one of four. I'm double tapping on the scan tab. Start scan. And I, once I'm on the scan tab, I swiped once to the left and it took me to the start scan button. So I'm actually gonna scan a document. And what I'm gonna scan is actually something I scanned not long ago because I needed the information and I didn't have uh, this is just a, this is such a nice example because I this is a I had to be somewhere for a medical appointment and I I knew the time and everything I just didn't know the address and I needed to set up my transportation make sure I had that all lined up and that so I I simply took out my iPad and, and scanned this to glean information from it and this is the type of thing where Text Detective is really useful. Um, it's, it's not an application that I would want to scan a novel or a textbook with. Um, it's not the type of thing I would want to scan even large documents with necessarily, but it's a great device. It's a great tool for grabbing little pieces of information where, wherever you might need them. Um, I've had to glean insurance, uh, medical insurance cards. I've had to I've had to find the member number and on credit cards to find that, that pesky three-digit number on the back. I've used it for those types of things, and I've also used it for um, reading business cards, which I'm actually going to try and demonstrate here in a moment as well. And simple printouts from different, you know, from doctor's offices or from from you know whatever 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 information you get in print and you'd say yeah I'll get to it I'll stick it away for now and then when I need it I'll, I'll scan it and then you need it but your scanner is sitting on your desk with your computer well this is a great little device to have to go ahead and go and scan on the go. Another useful area is for those who travel I travel a, a, a bit in my work and you get to your hotel room and there's all this mysterious printed material around the room. Most of it's not super important, but things like TV listings and room service take and room service takeout menus those can be those can be important. And uh, I've used this to to scan those types of things as well. And also in the morning when you get that little slip slid that's slid under your door to um, tell you your you know your your room bill and make to make you can quickly scan that and make sure there aren't any strange um, charges on there. Um, just another another really good example. I've even scanned the little shampoo bottles that uh, they that they have in the rooms because one time I didn't bring shampoo and I needed some and I thought well let's try it and see how it works and 
it worked it took a little doing it's not pretty but i was able to find determine the difference between the hand lotion and the shampoo so that that was nice so anyways i am on my start scan button right now and I have a document, it's an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, and it's a it's information that uh, was telling me about uh, a schedule that I needed uh, to follow for a, med for a medical appointment. So I have the device about six inches, I have the iPad in this case, held about six inches above the paper, and it's gonna vary on whether you're using an iPad or an iPhone or iTouch. To be honest, um, it's going to be easier using an iPhone or an iTouch. Um, I personally bought the iPad because I wanted a little bit more screen real estate. Um, and I have larger hands and it's just easier for me to manipulate a little bit larger surface. So that's why I chose the iPad. But um, for those of you who have iPhones and iTouches, I think you're actually going to have a little, a little easier experience because the iPad is a little bit is a little bit bulkier to hold um, as as compared to a an i even the iPad Mini or you know the i the iPhone in the iTouch. So that being said, I'm gonna go ahead now and double tap the scan button and we'll see what happens. Scanning cancel back button evaluating twenty six percent forty seventy all results complete. Okay, now you heard it say evaluating and then you heard it's and when it start when it says evaluating it means it's found text and now it's going to process it and um, prepare it so that we can read it um, I will do another I will do another scan in a moment and show you what happens if it doesn't find text it's really nice though in that it automatically looks for the text um, again not to not to dwell on the KNFB reader but for those of you who've had that device or are familiar with that device you had to sort of aim and hope that you had some of the document within view um, that's lessened to some extent with text detective because it's actually going to go and look for text and when it sees it it's going to evaluate it and prepare it for readback. Now you still have to be a little bit concerned with AIM because it's not necessarily going to grab the whole document. It depends, it's going to, if it sees text, it's going to, it's going to grab onto it and, and start processing it from wherever it sees text. So it's important that you still position the camera, but at least it gives you an idea that you have some text under it to see. Um, and again, I just, I kind of do it. I have my arm braced against the table for stability and I have the, I have the, uh, iPad held about six, maybe eight inches above the surface of the page and the page is simply sitting on a, on a flat table. So now once it's, it's, it told me that it prepared the document. So I'm going to swipe a couple of times to the right. OCR complete heading. And it says OCR complete. So we know it finished. Individual detections. It said individual detects, individual detections. And that means it found text. I'm going to swipe once more to the right. 6,500 Excelsior Boulevard, St. Louis Park, MNE Park, Park Arden, Vascular C3 Hunter, at ND Starfiads, 6,500 Excelsior Boulevard, St. Louis Park, MN. Welcome. Our staff is committed to private, highest quality health care and service posse. We hope this brochure will provide you with information you need about our services and facilities. If you would like more info, our text field, double tap to edit. Okay. So it gave us, in this case, my important piece of information that I needed to find was the address and it provided us with the address 
Now, I think in this instance, as I was scanning, I think I had it, I had the camera maybe a little bit skewed toward the top of the page, which is fine because that's where I kind of figured that the text I would need uh, was going to be located. And it gave me the address and that's what I was looking for. And again, using it with the idea that you want to go ahead and grab, you know, little pieces of information, you know, with that in mind, if you know where it's roughly located on the page, you can sort of, you can sort of adjust your aim that way. Now I'm going to do another scan of this page in a moment for a couple of reasons. But before I do that, since we have a good, uh, a good bit of content here now, it, it didn't read it perfectly, but I don't really, I'm not so much concerned about that because it read what I needed to. And I know that that was accurate. And um, I was I was very pleased with the result. Now, if I simply individual detection six thousand selected scan. If tab, I simply tab, swipe tips, tab feedback tips history select six individual detection six heading not found vascular C three hunter. I can touch individual detect OCR screen heading done back button OC individual detect six thousand five hundred Excelsior Boulevard St Louis Park six thousand five hundred Excelsior Boulevard St Louis Park M N E read again and I simply did that with by making sure I was on the actual document itself and then I just did a, a, a two-finger swipe down to to have it read the entire document so for review purposes um, that is how you would do that if you're using a braille display for example you could use your you could use your thumb keys or your panning keys to move to various parts of the document that way it, it works very well um, in that respect as well. So now I'm done with this result. It's scanned. I've read it. I want to. I want to scan again. So I'm going to swipe to the left. Individual detection. OCR come done. Back button. And I I swipe to the done or back button, and I'm going to double tap on that. Text detected. And it took me back to the, for lack of a better word, the home screen. By blind sight. Tap the scan and, and start scan button. I'm back to the start scan button. Just again with a couple of swipes to the right. This is all going to be real intuitive once you get the app. Um, it literally is swiping left and right to move from item to item. So um, basically, it just moves in a, in a, in a logical progression uh, from the name of the app to the menu, to the manufacturer of it to the scan button to the to the um, tips button to the feedback button. It's just all real. It's laid out very linearly and, and, and nicely done that way. All right, now I'm going to scan again, and this time I'm going to intentionally not aim it at text. Scanning. Cancel. Evaluate. Zero results. Rescanning. Evaluate. Zero results. It is simply saying evaluating zero results. Zero results. It's not seeing any text. Zero results. And I'm moving Rescanning. it. Evaluate. Zero results. Rescanning. Evaluate it. 33 per running OCR. All results complete. Okay. All results complete. Now, as I was, as it was saying no results, I was intentionally moving it around to places where there was no text to give an to give everyone an idea of how it behaves when it doesn't see text and then I intentionally moved it back to my document that I was working on and um, it then it then said um, processing text and it gave me it said running OCR and it said processing text and it gave me a couple of quick percentage readouts but it's so fast that you know you get a couple of those percentage it goes from like 30% to 60% to done it's it's pretty quick 
Uh, let's see how we did this time. OCR complete. Individual MR1 department. 6500 Excelsior Boulevard. St. Louis Park. MN. Underscore, 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 underscore. Text field. Okay. Double tap to Not as good this time, which is kind of what I would expect because I was a little bit more... I was a little bit less... Um, I was a little bit less deliberate in, in my aim on the camera. So that is essentially uh, a little bit of a demonstration of how you would scan a, a piece of paper. And I'm going to do one more scan with this document. I'm going to intentionally go a little toward the lower portion of the document. Into the OC done. And I'm going to tap the done button. Text detected by blindsight. Tap the scan and landscape button. Start scan button. And now I'm back to my start scan button. And I'm going to aim this a little bit differently this time to show you some more of its capability here. And I'm going to tap the scan button. Scanning. Cancel. Evaluating. 12%. All results complete. And again, we heard our little percentages. Uh, VoiceOver cuts them off because it's actually interrupting itself because it's this, the processor's processing more quickly than the voice can keep up, which is kind of a nice thing. OCR complete. Individual lie this brochure. On thou need about our services and LFU would like more information. Fear IQ to ask any staff member for F is an MRI scan. I resonance imaging. MRI is an D tool used to diagnose diseases and Cyanol X-rays. Text field. Okay. Again, um, mediocre, but it again status bar item. It it again accomplished, you know, it told me what the document was, it gave me a little bit of information. Um, I'm gonna do one more scan just because it's fun. Heading not found. Three of three bars. New line. Individual OC done. Back button. Okay. Text detected. Now, I'm going to try one more scan here. Text detected. By blind sight. Tap the scan and landscape. History. Tap. Selected. Scan. Start scan. There we go. I, I passed the scan button, which will happen. Scanning. Cancel. Evaluating. 12%. All results complete. Okay. OCR com individual detections button. CL Park Nicole Bureau's V. Anchor one ways into McDickman building. I 4000 liters. 50 Central 8. Bungie Coxier Boulevard. Okay, it's giving. Uh, this is a kind of a complicated layout. Uh, this document's laid out a little bit complicated. It's giving a lot of different information. Um, basically, the best rule of thumb is to have the device centered, you know, as as close to the center of the document as you can have it. Uh, the steadier the hand, the better. I have a little bit of a tremor, which can skew results a little bit. Um, you can get stands for these devices. Uh, I know I've seen iPad stands and the like. Um, they're going to make this process a little bit easier um, simply because uh, the device will be will be steadier, and I think that holds true particularly for the iPad. It, it's going to any any movement you have within your hand is going to be magnified um, because of the size of the device. But uh, that gives us a little bit of an idea of how of how this could be used. Again, would I want to read would I want to read a, a book with this? Probably not. But if I had a couple of different books and I needed to make sure I had the right one, this would do a, a fine job of identifying it. So it's very good for spot reading. And the more practice, the more practice you give to it, the more the more beneficial and the better results you'll receive from it as well. So next I'm going to scan a calling card. It's a standard two inch by three inch standard business card. And um, we're going to see how that works out for us here. So I'm going to go. Individual OCR come done. Back button. I'm going to do the hit the done button again. 
text detected. Okay, now I'm going to go to my start scan button. By blindsight, tap the scan at start scan button. And there's my scan, start scan button. Now I'm working with a very small piece of print real estate here, so I'm just making sure I have my camera aligned properly. And again, I don't have it, I don't have the device held as quite as far away because we are dealing with a little smaller document in this case. So I'm gonna tap the scan button. Scanning, cancel, evaluating, all results com OCR complete. Well, it Done. saw something and it did it rather quickly, so let's see what we get. OCR complete, individual detect 952-993-3800, text field. Well, double tap to edit. That got us the phone number, which, as you hear, it, it read that very nicely. Now, let's go ahead and scan it again to see if we can find out who that phone number belongs to. Individual OCR, done, back button. Okay. Text detected. Now, I'm going to try this again. By blindsight, tap the scan and start scan button. Scanning, cancel, evaluating, 50%, 100%. Okay, and it said 100%, and when it says that, you can obviously assume that it's done, but if you want to make sure, you can swipe once to the right. Running OCR, 100%, heading, individual detections, button, Daniel R, Cody, MD, physical medicine, 9 rehabilitation, 952-993-3800, text field. That was a much Double better job. To it told us the name of the the name of the person who that previous phone number belonged to. It told us where he was located and even the floor that he was located on and the phone number. So yeah, that did a really nice job of reading that card. Again, as I demonstrated here, um, it took a couple tries, even for those of us who are a little bit more practiced in this. Some people tend to really just gravitate to, to aiming well and others of us need a little more practice at it. But um, the important piece to take away there is if you don't get a, a really good result the first time, just give it another go and uh, just adjust the uh, adjust the aim of the camera a little bit and you'll find that the result can be much more uh, beneficial. That is a quick overview of Text Detective and I hope it's been useful for everyone. I really have enjoyed using this app and it's one that I uh, probably use a fair bit more than a lot of other apps that I've that I've purchased. Um, and for two dollars, by gosh, um, it's it, it's it's really hard to it's really hard to go wrong with it. Um, and again, it's called Text T E X T Detective, and it's it's produced by Blindside, and it's available on the App Store. And you can simply go to the App Store, the iOS App Store, that is, and do a search for Text Detective, and it'll come up. And you simply go ahead and purchase it as you would any other app. It installs, and it's ready to go. I think. The day I decided I wanted this, or it was actually more based on need. I, I was oddly enough somewhere, and I, I really needed to read a document, and I'd heard about Text Detective and went, you know, it's worth two bucks for me to get this thing read because it was something I needed in real time, and it was something I needed, and there wasn't someone, uh, there wasn't a sighted person that could read me the information that was readily available. So I simply purchased the app and downloaded it and was up and running in just a matter of a minute or so, as is the case with many of the Apple iOS apps. They install very quickly and they just they do what they're supposed to. And I, I still marvel. I've had this device for six, seven months now, and I still marvel at how things just work. You download them, they install, they work. <laughs> it's really it's really neat. Um, that's a whole other podcast about the 
uh, about the universal design of these things. But uh, suffice to say, I've been very pleased. And uh, that's all for now. And have a great day. following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of using a voiceover with Mountain Lion. And I thought in this demonstration, I'm going to give you a demo of the new notes application available on Mountain Lion, a course to sync through iCloud and share between your Mac and your iOS device. In my case, it's my iPhone 4S. And I thought rather than just doing a bit of a cold, boring demonstration on the notes application on the Mac in Mountain Lion itself, I thought I'd give you a demo of how I actually use the notes application in everyday usage. So what I tend to do is I tend to make some quick notes on my iPhone with Siri and then when I get home I can then go through them at my leisure and edit them if I wish. So I thought I'd just show you how that process actually works. So I've currently got my MacBook Pro turned on, voiceover is running and as usual let me start from a known spot on my Mac by going to the desktop with Shift VOD remembering that the VO keys are the control and option keys held down together. So I'll do that now. Shift VOD or shift control option D for the desktop. Desktop, Dropbox, alias, selected alias. Okay, now normally when I'm out and about, I tend to have my iPhone with me all the time. So I'm gonna make some quick notes now with Siri. So I'm gonna hold down the home button to activate Siri and then just say, make a note. Make a note. You said make a note. What would you like the note to say? Okay, now because I've already got the Siri interface on the screen, I can now just do a two finger double tap to start the recording of my voice recognition, if you like. So I'll do that now. Remember to check delivery of curbside pickup this afternoon via the website. Two finger double tap stops it. You said remember to check delivery of curbside pickup this afternoon via the website. Here's your note. Remember to check delivery of curbside pickup this afternoon via the website. Okay, so that's one note to myself. I'm actually gonna do another one now. Two finger double tap. Create note. You said create note. Okay, I can take that note for you. Just tell me what you want it to say. Okay, so two finger double tap again. Check with manager re-uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Full stop. Two double tap to stop. You said check with manager me uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Here's your note. Check with manager me uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Okay, and we'll do one more creating a note. Two finger double tap again. Create note. Two finger double tap you said create note. What would you like the note to say? Okay, two finger double tap again. Book in Josh Guide Dog for wash tomorrow. You said booking Josh Guide Dog for wash tomorrow. Noted. Booking Josh Guide Dog for wash tomorrow. Okay, so just some quick notes that I normally use when I'm out and about. And these are the ones that I have to do today and tomorrow. So rather than just doing reminders all the time, I just like to keep sort of scratchy notes that I can then delete either on my iPhone or on my Mac now through the notes application in Mountain Lion. Okay, so let me put my phone down. I'm just going to press home button to come out of Siri. Messages, one new item. Okay, Double tap to open. Put my phone down. Okay, so let's go and see whether those notes are now on my Mac through the notes application in Mountain Lion. So I'm currently sitting at my desktop. So I'm going to do Shift Command A for Applications folder. 
Applications, now in Applications window. And it's going to type in NO for notes. Notes.app application. And you might have heard it say notes.app application. That's because I've got my file extensions turned on in Finder. So I'm going to open that with command O for open. Open. Notes. Notes. Updating. Window. Edit text. Has keyboard focus. Okay. Now, I'm actually going to uninteract with this edit through at the moment. So shift VO upper or shift control option upper and uninteract. Stop interacting with note group. Okay, I'm going to do VO left arrow, control option left arrow. Vertical splitter. And control option left arrow, VO left arrow again. Notes group. Okay, there's my notes group. Interact with shift VO down, shift control option down arrow. Interact with notes group. Four items, notes, search text field, notes, search text field. Okay, so four items currently in here. And do VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Notes table 12.09 p.m. New note selected. Now, the reason why it said 12.09, that's the current time that I went into the notes application, and that's what that blank edit field was for. Okay, so I'm going to interact with this table with shift VO down, shift control option down. Interact with notes table row 104 selected 12.09 p.m. New note, new note row 104 okay, selected. So I'm going to just going to do VO down, control option down. 12.07 p.m. Booking Josh Guide Dog for wash tomorrow. Okay, there's the note that I dictated with serial on the iPhone just a couple of minutes ago. VO down, down. 12.07 p.m. Check with manager me uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Okay, and VO down, down. 12.05 p.m. Remember to check delivery of curbside pickup this afternoon via the website. Okay, and one more time down with VO down, down. 12.05 we'll p.m. Remember to check delivery of curbside pickup this afternoon via the website. And what I normally do is depending on what device I'm currently using, whether it's my Mac or my iPhone, I can even then now choose to either edit those notes or I can delete them off either device. Okay, so for example, let me go back up. So via up arrow, control from up arrow. 12.07 p.m. Check with manager me uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Okay, so let's say for example I've done that already. I can just press the delete key on the Mac keyboard. Delete. Interact with alert dialog. Are you sure you want to delete the note? Check with manager me uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Are you sure you want to delete the note? Check with manager me uploading demonstrations to Vision Australia website this afternoon. Okay, VR right arrow, control option right arrow. Cancel button. Cancel button, VR right arrow, control option right arrow. Delete note, default button. Delete note, and that's the default, so I just could have pressed enter, but I'd like to double check what I'm doing most of the time on a computer, rather than just assuming of what and what isn't a default button. Okay, so VR space bar, control from space, button, delete button. Closing dialog. Okay, so we've come back, basically come back to the table. And if I want to add a new note, if I just do VO down and drop down arrow now. Add new note button. I can actually add a new note, which would then get updated. Add new note. On my Mac, via iCloud, and of course be updated again on my iPhone 4S. So that's the way that I love to use notes between my iPhone 4S and the Mac. Just using Siri when I'm out and about to take a quick note then I can use my Mac to basically keep track of the notes I'm creating on my iPhone, edit or delete them, and it's a really great way of just doing sort of, if you like, scratchy notes to yourself. So a really cool system. I sometimes use this also to copy and paste website URLs from either my Mac or my iPhone and other information that I want to get to depending on what device I'm currently using, whether it's my iPhone or Mac. So that's a quick demo of the notes application and how I actually use it via iCloud. I hope you've enjoyed the demonstration. 
Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week and we'll see you soon.